0: Hey, thank you so much for joining us today for Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. I am music producer Chick with Beats. And um, this, is, this is Breezy Gibson right here. Hey, we're glad that you're rocking with us once again. We've got a great show lined up for you. Of course, there's music industry news, Beats produced by me. Um, and you want to tell them the special guests that we actually have coming to join us today?
1: oh man I mean you know it's a one and I mean hey I'm speechless almost because you know, we had we, we just rolled the red carpet out for them you know to come in and you know so we're just excited that they say yeah okay yeah. so it's the one and only east side boys yes be in the house today
0: yes so definitely stay tuned stick around for that man it's just unbelievable in such an exciting way I'm thrilled And uh, yeah, I just can't really wait to share the show with everybody. Of course, we got to give a super huge shout out to our home stations, Grander Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sparks Radio out of Atlanta, Georgia. And I say we go ahead and get started. How about you?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it.
0: All right, let's go. Back with Music Industry News, Universal Music Group has invested in Complex and a takeover that targets superfans and e-commerce. So UMG is acquiring a stake in Complex. They're joining forces with investors like Goldman Sachs, Main Street Advisors, and uh, Jimmy Iovine. The takeover entails where Network, and that's N-T-W-R-K, will take ownership of Complex and all of its networks previously Acquired by BuzzFeed for $294 million, Complex will now be purchased by Network and its backers for $108.6 million in cash. So UMG emphasizes in a press release that um, the acquisition aims to create a new hub for superfan culture and kind of shape the future of commerce, digital media, and music. So Interscope, Geffen, A&M, and Capital Music Group will be the first UMG labels that will utilize the whole superfan strategy. So the timing's kind of interesting because as we recently shared, Warner Music Group is in active discussions to sell two of Complex's longtime media rivals, Uprocks and Hip Hop DX. So it'll be interesting to see who snatches that up. Um yeah, I'm really curious to see how all this plays out. But you know, I also think that this story is kind of a good reminder as to, you know, maybe paying attention to where you get your music news from. Of course these outlets favor uh whichever labels have the investments in them so you know just kind of a heads up you know always consider the source but yeah it'll be interesting to see how this plays out what do you think
1: yeah yeah umg's been uh (laughs)
0: they've
1: been staying in the spotlight here for the last uh heck not month but a couple months and even further than that so
0: yeah
1: it seems they got a lot of activity brewing and flowing
0: They do. Um, So yeah, they've already been having a busy 2024. They recently acquired a minority stake in the Afrobeats label uh, Maven Global in a move that highlights Afrobeats rising global influence. You know, we've been seeing it, we've been talking about it. Um, There's been some major recent milestones like Calm Down hitting a billion streams on Spotify. And of course, Boy's record breaking album on Apple Music so of course they want a piece of the pie it makes sense and uh, umg's also recently renewed its licensing agreement with tencent music in china they acquired saving music latin and oriental star Agency's catalog uh, partnered with dgmc for music city in uh, the uae and as we mentioned just last week you know they invested 240 million in chord music partners so yeah, they've been very busy, so it's always a good idea to kind of keep up with what the majors are doing where they're placing their money and their moves, because that can kind of help you see uh, or spot some of the trends that are going on within the industry. Yeah, yeah so hey,
1: let's uh, keep that magnifying glass on them and see what happens next.
0: Yeah, and speaking of uh, Universal, TikTok started removing uh, their publishing catalog from its platform three days before the catalog was actually set to expire on tiktok so as you know um, their distributed recordings vanished from tiktok when the agreement expired on january 31st of this year so the universal music group's publishing catalog had actually remained accessible due to a 30-day grace period so tiktok's current license for universal music's publishing catalog expired on march 1st which impacted Any songs that they control and co written tracks. So, you know, if anybody from that's represented by the publishing group uh, had anything to do with it, that song, those songs had to come off too. So, industry sources suggest that up to 80% of TikTok's relevant repertoire could be affected. But TikTok has flat out refuted this, saying that um, both UMG and UMPG combined represent only around 30 percent of popular music on the platform and they said even less everywhere else outside of the u.s so i mean some uh, people within the industry kind of debate that they're saying oh no tiktok's just trying to save face tiktok's basically saying no we're not so i mean the fact that they started removing it before it expired definitely feels like there's some uh, bad blood brewing there um and it really seems like TikTok's just saying, you know what, go ahead and go. We don't need you. So it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens. I feel like we must be kind of further away from seeing them reach an agreement uh, with a preemptive move like that. So, again, it's one of those things we just kind of have to kind of watch and see. What are your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, I got to sit back. I mean, it's just like the last story. You know, we got to get the magnifying glass out and uh, just kind of set it up on a tripod yeah check them out
0: yeah but yeah I think that was a pretty bold statement for TikTok to make <laughs> so yeah we gotta see but once again as long as this is going on independent artists make sure that your music is out there um, you know, if if people are looking for something to replace all this universal stuff that has disappeared it could be your music so make sure that your distributor is actually getting your music there so that way people can have an option and who knows how many new fans or potential fans will discover you due to this so hey, capitalize on it while you can
1: yep yep hey you got strike while the iron's hot
0: All mm-hmm. all right and tiktok is also expanding the add to music app feature to 163 additional countries So, of course, you know, that public feud over licensing hasn't really slowed down their music moves. They're still moving forward with what they're doing. And the Add to Music app feature began testing last May as an option within TikTok for users to add songs that they discovered in their app to their libraries on Apple Music instead of having to switch apps and then manually search for the tracks. So in September, uh, Amazon Music joined the test. Then they were followed by Spotify for the official launch in November that happened in the U.S. and the U.K. Uh, it expanded to 19 countries in December, but now features finally going global, and you know that's really unfortunate for the people that Universal Music <laughs> represents because this would be a great time, especially like as they're having new releases come out for people to just automatically be able to add it to their um, music app of choice straight from TikTok, you know. So. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate that this feud is happening, but again, you know, a big benefit bonus to independent artists because now it makes it easier for people to find your music on TikTok and then just follow you directly wherever they want to. So again, you know, whatever distributor you're using, make sure that they have distribution to TikTok.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and then that, it also speaks to the the fact that, you know, these companies are not just fly-by-night companies. I mean, so, for them to, um, you know, ro- make a rollout in that many countries uh, at one time, I mean, that shows, mm-hmm. you know, they got a heck of a staff, mm-hmm.
0: okay?
1: and this, this, just not some uh, folks in there shucking peanuts, peanut holes, you know. So, um, but, you know, over this time that TikTok has been around, I'm sure, you know, that they've got folks um, actually putting those people in place that are capable to to handle stuff like that this is probably just the beginning you know as long as they've been around already it might just be the the beginning for them because you never know what's going to be happening in the next 10 years with that
0: yeah that's an excellent point great take all right roblox has distributed 740.8 million to its developer community in 2023 So in that year, creators of Roblox experiences saw their earnings rise to 740.8 million from 623.9 million in the previous year. So there's been like a burgeoning market for music experiences on the platform. Creators are tapping into this economy by selling virtual items with plans for future subscription models. So recent months have seen the launch of New Roblox music experiences featuring artists like Olivia Rodrigo, Cher, Blackpink, and Paris Hilton, I mean, many more. But notably, the independent electronic music label Monster Cat achieved success with its limited virtual items, such as Ruby Pennant sold for $10,000 worth of Robux. So, I mean, you know, we've been sharing a lot of these stories um, about like all these different experiences and the different ways people are kind of using Roblox in the music world to expand their following and audience and I mean just looking at that payout shows you that there's a lot of potential for growth there so you know hey it might be something that you're interested in looking into to see if um, how you can make it work for yourself or you know not even necessarily with Roblox but you know if you want to try with some of the other platforms out there too but you know definitely take a deep look into that and see what kind of opportunities exist um, that you might be able to take advantage of
1: right right you know so um folks sometimes just let all this stuff sail by you know they're all they're only interested in their own means and uh there could be something right there uh this, that they could get a taste of and they don't they don't they don't investigate it so hey you know these news these, uh, music industry news brings about a lot of different avenues For you, the listener, so uh, always listen closely because you never know when, you know, you might be able to stick your toe into something that turns out to be something rather uh, unprofitable
0: for you. Absolutely. And, you know, another facet to add to what you said is something that you often say about making sure that you surround yourself with um, knowledgeable individuals. So, you know, when you hear these stories and you're not quite sure exactly how you can adapt it to yourself, you know, as Breezy always says, you know, maybe check in with your circle. Somebody else might see a connection that maybe you missed or vice versa. So, you know, networking, making sure that your circle's tight um, is really important with some of this stuff, right?
1: That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Don't walk in there blind or don't Mm -hmm. walk in there unprepared. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You get, you get sucked up and then uh, you'd be on the wrong end of the totem pole.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yep. All right. Reservoir Media has maintained fis- fiscal growth, uh, strategic investments, and steady M&A pipelines in 2023. They spent nearly a billion dollars on acquisitions and signings. And, oh my gosh, there's just been so much going on. So, they recorded 140.5 million in revenue, make, marking a 14.6 percent year-over-year increase from 122.6 million in 2022. So, since it was established in 2007, Reservoir has allocated 983 million towards acquisitions and signings, along with 168 million for future spend to sign songwriters to write new songs. So their typical signing period for writers spans three years with those that they paid above 2.5 million, yielding a 20.2% internal rate of return. So if they're dropping big dollars on some of these songwriters, they've definitely been getting a huge return on that. It's been worth it because um, yeah, 20.2% is huge. So during the fiscal year of 2023, Reservoir completed 55 deals They've maintained the consistent MA pipeline with over 120 future targets. They say that they've assessed 232 deals, made 97 offers and entered into exclusivity on 60, which reflects similar activity from the previous fiscal year. So this resulted in three more closed deals compared to fiscal year 2022 and their fiscal year for 2024 will be ending March 31st. And so those reports um, are slated for release in like either May or June. So we'll definitely keep you posted when those come in. But just for the calendar year, man, they've been making some moves. Like those are some really impressive stats, don't you think?
1: Impressive. Very impressive. I mean, so uh, it behooves uh, anybody out there that, you know, when they get in a realm like this to don't let this stuff just pass you by. I mean, we just actually just alluded to that. You know 60 seconds ago i mean don't let the stuff just pass you by and then and then uh be in the complaining group right so you know if you want change i mean you know if the shoe fits and you can do it after you investigate it then uh check it out you know but uh the last thing you want is for the stuff to be right there in your face and uh you let it pass you by and then Hey, you still complaining about different situations <laughs> that you might be in that you could have changed it yourself?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd also like to note that Reservoir is the first uh, music investment company that was controlled uh, completely by a woman. So, <laughs> shout out to them for that. You know, we talk about them a lot, and also Harborview um, which is controlled by Sharice Clark uh, Soares, I believe, who is a black woman. So, yeah the companies that we keep talking about that have been in the headlines have been um run by women and i just think that's awesome but Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah just a little side note there
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: all right blocks uh q4 2023 operating expenses included a 132 million dollar title goodwill impairment charge suggesting that it's significantly overpaid for what title is actually worth. So the goodwill impairment charges occur on financial statements when the value of an acquired company declines and it reflects the excess amount paid over its fair value during the acquisition for intangible assets. And that can include brands, patents, and customer base. So Block purchased an 82.6% stake in title were 237.3 million back in 2021. So Black says that their corporate and other revenue mainly consists of income from title and intersegment eliminations between the Cash App and Square businesses. And so all that totaled 201 million in 2023, which was a decrease from 206 million in 2022. But unfortunately the reports don't specifically um, break out the allocation between the revenue from title and the revenue from the intersegment eliminations, but considering Block bought it for two hundred and thirty-seven point three million and listed the goodwill impairment charge as one hundred and thirty-two million, it does kind of imply that the company thinks titles worth somewhere around one hundred and five point three million. So, I mean, that's a steep difference, and yeah, it sounds like they might have gambled a little bit wrong based on that. But man to have a goodwill impairment charge of $132 kind of makes you wonder what was really going on at Title at the time that they purchased it, right?
1: Uh, well, um, <laughs> you know, once they start getting these high-dollar transactions and high-dollar um, um, verifications and so on and so forth, I mean, you know, this isn't just, this right here, it's just not any little penny any stuff. And so yeah, it does make you wonder, but um, hey, we shall see.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely gotta wait and see how it plays out. But yeah, if I thought that I got ripped off <laughs> for 132 million, I don't think I'd be very happy.
1: All right. No, <laughs> nor would I.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Live Nation has reported a 20% increase in concert attendance for 2023. They said that it was the biggest year ever for live music. And um, yeah, they've sold it to over 145 million fans across 50,000 events. So the surge drove annual revenue up by 36% to $22.7 billion with an operating profit of $1.07 billion. So of course, Live Nation highlighted a strong show pipeline for large venues with 65% of the full year book. However, you know, this success kind of benefits the top player and not necessarily some of the smaller venues. So of course it raises questions about some of these struggling venues and how they might be able to benefit from this. So Live Nation's Ticketmaster subsidiary introduced an option to fans a while ago that donates to the Music Venue Trust in the UK but obviously there's potential to expand uh, similar initiatives initiatives globally. So, you know, while they're capitalizing on this and saying, hey, we've had a great time, that's more money that fans aren't having to take to some of the smaller venues to support local acts and uh, local music. So, you know, hopefully they'll kind of do something about that, you know, kind of expand programs like that to other areas, because while they're having a great time, you know, a lot of the, the little guys, so to speak, has been kind of hurting. So, you know, hopefully they can do something to, I guess, kind of share some of that good fortune because everybody knows the Indie the X, the local and live bands kind of prop up the local industries there. So, yeah, definitely something kind of needs to be happening because that's not really a good look or, you know, optimistic for the music industry at large if they're kind of siphoning off everything from everybody everyone else you know
1: well uh it doesn't surprise me that they're doing it um you know that whole industry you know from from the guy on the street or from the guy in the city who's trying to to uh, operate a venue i mean there's lots of of of, uh revenue oriented stuff attached to these venues i mean lots of behind the scenes Mm i mean i mean you know you've got to have just such a solid mass of uh, financial stability before you can even put your little toe into that right okay so you know when you get these conglomerates in there you know they're hard to they're hard to hold off
0: you know. yeah it's just like what we see with you know the big box stores coming in and shutting down the mom and pops yeah i mean it's the same thing just happening yeah. within the music industry so
1: absolutely
0: yeah, that could definitely have some potential blowback if they don't establish something to kind of address that.
1: Definitely could.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, this last story is more of a, a heads up of <laughs> beware, but it was a music festival scam where two men pled guilty to defrauding a promoter of $1.35 million. So it's I believe it's pronounced Morris and Blake Kelly pleaded guilty to charges that included aggravated identity theft and conspiracy to commit mail fraud and wire fraud. So they got this money out of the promoter by fabricating contracts with uh, forged signatures from artists like Justin Bieber, Billie Eilish and Post Malone. Additionally, they orchestrated a video call with an accomplice posing as Bieber to further deceive the victim. The funds were used to finance what they're saying was a luxurious lifestyle for themselves and others, including travel, luxury goods, fine dining, and all that good stuff. So both defendants are facing up to twenty years in prison for their actions. But you know, just kind of words of wise beware: there are always people out there trying to. Um, game the system and the music industry is one of the great places that people have good success in doing stuff like this. So, you know, they went to some major lengths (laughs) to get this money and make it appear as if they were actually representing, you know, some of these major stars. So, you know, one, always check who you're doing business with check their track records. I mean, if you've been doing music for any number of time chances are you've already had people hit your inbox offering to promote your stuff or uh, claiming they're going to give you an interview and like some of these major magazine publications, but always do your due diligence. Uh, Don't fall for it because there are people that are willing to go to great lengths just to deceive you. And yeah, so this poor person, well, I guess not poor (laughs) by technical definition, but yeah, this person is out of one point three five million bucks that I mean, you know, hopefully they can get back. But yeah. And also on the opposite end, if you're in the music industry, don't involve yourself in scams. Um <laughs> don't deceive people like this because it is illegal. So it's not like, oh, you know, I just kind of gambled and took someone's money. Fraud is fraud and you can be punished for it. So, yeah, since they pled guilty, they're facing up to 20 years. Not sure what the actual sentence is going to be, but yeah, that's kind of a a steep price uh, to pay just for 1.35 million bucks, right?
1: Well, you know, it's that the the fact that they defrauded. See, that's, you know, I mean, you can't get around that. I mean, or they're accused of of defrauding. Uh, So, I mean, hey, but they, they, but they played, they pled guilty though.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean,
0: yeah, but I mean, like to lose twenty years of your life potentially for one point three five million, like that's it's not worth it. <laughs> no, it's no. not. Mm-hmm.
1: They get other people to come in and and act as jo- you know Justin Bieber and whatever. You know, I mean that was a, a very intricate, intricately planned thing. But at the end of the day, it didn't work. Yeah, it's, you know. I mean, if you're gonna put some kind of effort into something, put it into something positive that can be long-lasting. Um, you know, sure. You know, everybody doesn't have to be out there to help a lot of people. Although that's a great uh, direction to go in, helping a lot of people. But, but uh, you know, even if you're uh, self-centered and want to do it for yourself or whatever, but that once you start defrauding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa nah. yeah because you already know it's going to come back and bite you at the end
0: absolutely so why, why just like it that? did yeah right. they right. got by with you know some travel a couple vacations but then they got caught no. because eventually you're not going to be able to produce no. uh, what you said you could do right so yeah so when
1: they come, they, when they come knocking on your door I mean what you going to do there
0: right yeah, so yeah, but like I said, this kind of serves more as a cautionary tale on both ends. You know, some people will go to great lengths to fool you, so be careful. Yeah. And also and, and yeah.
1: Be taking names and numbers
0: mm-hmm. while
1: you're involved with all of this stuff. So if something goes wrong, at least you got a way to track, track them down.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> all right um yeah unless you got another news story we could
1: Nah, no nah, i mean you said it all i mean, I mean <laughs> hey it was a very impactful uh uh array of, of stories of, of uh news stories that's going on with this week so you know i'm yeah. glad you brought those to the to the table brought them to the forefront so people can uh absorb be aware learn um you know i'm being redundant but still you know in in a in, a, in an industry like this you can't be too redundant no every time something might slip through that you didn't catch you know and and are not aware of and and so uh just uh we and we appreciate you the listener for continuing to come back and and uh uh, filling yourself full of these facts and figures because you never know when right around the corner um you, you may have some opportunities for yourself or your business or your your music uh involvement and uh first thing you we we want you to be thinking oh yeah a chick would be some breezy gibson said <laughs> you know, this this particular news story or that particular news story so hey you know shout outs to all the indie artists out there and shout outs to all of our listeners who keep coming back
0: yes yeah, most definitely all right so we're gonna take a quick pause for the cause and then we'll be back with our special guests and for anybody that missed it the first time around tell them who we got coming up next
1: it's not the west side it's the east side boys
0: yes (laughs) all right so stay tuned
1: Hey family, this is Breezy Gibson, social media influencer. If you're an aspiring artist, or if you're a seasoned professional music artist, and you have a music video that you want to share with a global television audience, your search is over. Whether it's jazz, rock, hip hop, Latino, gospel, pop music, country, house, techno, reggae, Hispanic and other genres, this is the right spot. Whether you're located in the United States, Europe, Africa, South America, India, Mexico, Asia, Australia, Italy, or other countries, we got you covered. Contact me at GetSparksNow at gmail.com. That's G-E-T, S-P-A-R-K-X-N-O-W at gmail.com or leave me a message at 678-632-2620. Let's get it together.
0: Hey, this is A Chick With Beats. I am a multi-genre music producer and strategist to indie artists and labels. Visit my website, achickwithbeats.com, for resources for artists and instrumentals available in various genres for songs, vlogs, blogs, podcasts, themes, TV, film, commercials, and more. Once again, that's achickwithbeats.com, A-C-H-I-C-K-W-I-T-B-E-A-T-Z. Let's make something
2: happen. All right,
1: all right, all right. Well, hey, you know, we're here today. I mean, we are just uh elated, you know, knocking the socks off because on this day right here, um we're 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 just I mean, too happy because with us right now are the one and only um East Side Boys and components of the East Side Boys and you know they're taking time out of their uh busy, busy, busy wall to walls schedule to uh join us tonight and share some info to all of you listeners out there and so uh um right now we're talking a little bit with um ducky fresh and we've got um uh duffy on the line we've got who else we got in the house right now you
3: got the me side boys in the house man it's your boy Little
1: Bo. Hey, go Lube. okay big sam man big sam big sam little bo okay 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 i mean it's a real pleasure to uh, have y'all here with us tonight, you know, global. And so um, we're going to turn it over to A Chick With Beats. You know, A Chick With Beats, you got the first question tonight.
0: Oh, wow. I appreciate that. Well, first of all, I just want to start off by saying thanks for being here. We really appreciate you. Um, Like Breezy said, taking some time out of your schedule. But can you give us, like, a little background, like, behind the scenes? Like, what kind of sparked your love for music individually before you actually, like, Really got into it the way that you are now.
2: Well, me personally, Big Sam. Um, I used to DJ, so DJing would really spark my enthusiasm on the
3: music. Okay. Yeah, your boy Lil Bo. I used to. Uh, I was in college. I used to come home and hang out with Big Sam, like you said, he would DJing and uh, you know what I'm saying just going parties with him back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's just the way I just felt. I fell into the music.
0: Mm.
3: Hey,
1: that's what's up. Okay, okay. Doug, fresh? What about you?
3: Oh, man, I, I, I've been in this game 39 years. Uh, I got into it actually when I was 13, in i from Miami, Florida. Okay. So I got into it uh, fooling around with Luke. We're actually being Luke's competition. I was a DJ <laughs> for this <laughs> DJ group called uh, Galaxy DJs. And before Luke was two live crew, you know, Luke the camera, where he was ghetto-style DJs. So him and my cousin, you know, they would battle each other on uh, at African Square Park. Cause beef and the Pokemon Projects. So I kind of like Sam, Big Sam. I kind of fell into it, um, it, you know, being a DJ. You know what I'm saying? And then I just, uh, I wrote a rap when I was probably 14 and did it at a, at a uh, I think it was a cafeteria. We did a cafeteria in a high school, part, a middle school part in the cafeteria. And I rapped. And I was sweating like a mother i was tired i realized then uh-uh, that's not for me so then i end up fast forward it become the manager and i kind of been, been in it that way but that rapping getting on that stage and all that, that no nah, that wasn't for me. That, that 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 wasn't for me
1: <laughs> okay okay so so then at what point did it hit y'all that hey we got a little something going on here uh, let's let's keep this rolling and, and develop it a little bit more and just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. So, um, you know, did y'all, is that what, how y'all felt at the beginning or share that with our listeners?
2: Well, how yeah, after <laughs> we, we did Who You With, you know, it was, the label said they wanted to do an album. So from there on, it was like, man, these people, love, they love the music, so we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep pushing until they don't like it no
1: more. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so now, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about, you know, we see you got your gas can there, so uh, how the gas can shouty start? <laughs> that nickname.
2: Shoot, man, it's a nickname I gave myself. Uh, but, uh, shoot, the gas can came about. So one day, we was in Daytona for the Black Spring break. Seeing so these three dudes walking down the street drinking out a gas can while we were sitting in traffic. I, <laughs> I hopped out the tour bus and ran... Ran into the little store and grabbed the gas can, man. Been drinking out of
1: there since. <laughs> oh, so, that, you're on the real, real with that, then, huh? Yeah, said 2002. <laughs> That's a heck of a trademark right there, man. I, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Uh, a chick with beats, what you got?
0: Yeah, loving the story behind it, too. Um, so since all you mentioned DJing is kind of like what sparked your love for it, uh, do you have like any special DJs that like made your top favorite list, if you could choose one?
2: Uh shoot. My top favorite DJ was uh Jazzy Jump. You know what I'm saying? And uh Jam Master Jay and Kid Capri,
3: don't my top DJ. Okay. Yeah, Kid Capri was mine. I kinda I kinda watched Kid Capri for years and um, he was he was amazing. You know, he was the way he, his technique was amazing. The way he DJ, the way he talked on the mic. See, I talked, I talked on the mic. Like I was, I didn't need a, I didn't need a hype host, a host to do my party. I did play the music and talked to the microphone. So you know, I kept the crowd. I was on the, I was pride control. So, Kid Capri kind of was one of mine also.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, that's that's deep right there. That's really deep yeah. right there. So, as time started going by. You know, and y'all saw that, hey, you know, this right here, hey, you know, let's keep this rolling. I mean, so, you know, were you traveling or were you, you know, in Miami or, you know, how was that flowing going when you realized, hey, this right here, we got to, we got to bump this and
3: we got to just roll with this? Not well. I moved, my mom and dad separated. So that's how I ended up getting to Georgia. Um, and we had, like, you know, in Miami, we had, like, 30 speakers, you know, 20 amplifiers. Like, we had a big system in, in Miami. And when I moved up here, I started, I was in high school, so I had got a little, um, I, I started doing other things, put it that way. And I started getting some money, and my mentality was still being a, a DJ throwing parties. So I, you know, ended up buying equipment, you know, go to the park, set the stuff up. And then the police comes. I got maybe yeah. like I seen on the people out there. We having a party, and the police come and say, "Hey, do you have a permit for that?" Yeah. And I was like, "Huh?" He said, "Yeah, do you have a permit to do this?" And I didn't know you needed a permit in Georgia, Miami. We could set up at a Burger King parking lot and do this, no problem. And uh that that kind of distracted me. That kind of said, you know what. Uh, eh, Georgia ain't on what Miami on. So I kind of drifted away from uh, DJing and, and end up, uh, met this 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 guy named Little Nasty, named Deval, but they call him, like, his nickname Little Nasty, stayed in Little Nasty. And I used to hang in Born Home. I don't bang, bang Head, hanging bone Born Home. Yeah, that was, they were from. They were from Bang Born Home. I had to hang out there and end up running to Little Nasty. And he was in this group called The Crowd please. And they was had a little song they just did called bet you won't get Crunk," and i ended up knowing getting to be know a lot of people uh in the music business up here so i naturally like hey man we need a manager and i'm like man i don't even i i, I kind of knew nasty from hanging me hanging in apartments and my uh my uh soon-to-be kids mom and i, I ain't even met her then but i just see her in the apartment. And nasty asked me what hey man, we need a manager, man. We we dance for outcasts and and uh you know he was just selling me a bunch of stuff. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. So I went to a show with outcasts and they were dancers. And I'm like, well, I don't need to manage y'all dancing. I mean, I don't, I don't, y'all dancers. He said, no, but we're a group too. You know, and then he ended up playing me the song, bitch you won't get caught. And I like the song. That was back in the bass era before the the um, the the, uh, the gangster era. Um, <laughs> the crunk era it was it was we called it in my we called it booty music but up here they called it bass music look at it yeah it was a nice song so I end up you know being a manager make long throw short being a manager and uh you know got promoting the record you know getting the DJ to play it going to the radio station meetings Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday Saturday going to the meeting trying to get the radio on it And the record started going pretty good, you know what I'm saying? And I can fast-forward some years, end up getting about to get a deal with them, and then they end up kind of pushing me to the curve and let OutKast (laughs) take the deal. So I go into a lot of stuff, but you Mm know, I mm -hmm. I became a manager, you know, seeing artists that had some talent and tried to help them out, and that's how I ended up being a manager.
1: Okay, okay, well, hey, you know, Helping people, man. Helping people gets you a whole lot further in the long run than you know going for broke, going for yourself. You know, kicking people to the curb. So, you know, I mean, here it is, these years later, man. You're still rolling, you know, and it's probably because
3: of the folks you help along the way. You think? Uh, yes, I helped a lot of people, and no, I helped a lot of people, and they turned their back on me.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
3: I done dealt with probably in my oh lord 30 years all the groups I the dealt with I can I can just say maybe that stay humble stay loyal stay true to the games honor their word Uh, was two groups mm-hmm. out, of, out of probably 20 two mm-hmm. of them I actually I have actually stayed their word and um did everything they're supposed to do you know I don't. I don't got groups to the door. Mm-hmm. So ready to sign a contract, and the groups go back on their word and mess it up. Wow. Really wow. Particu- I'm really particular who I fool with now. Like I got people blow my phone every day. I'm uh, man, come on, help me out." Da, 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 da. And now I'm really particular who I fool with. I don't just yep. fool with every anybody. Now I'm really. If I mess with you, you can best believe I really feel that that you got it that you can do it your mentality right your loyalty right your honesty right if i don't feel it if the spirit don't let me know that i won't fool with you
1: okay okay well the chick with beets what you got
3: Man, i
0: just you know all the wealth of information (laughs) and knowledge and experience that you just shared you know just grateful for you taking the time out uh to kind of explain some stuff like that because one of the questions that we typically ask is you know if you have any advice to uh, any up-and-coming musicians. And so, yeah, I'd like to ask the others the same question, kind of how you uh, just kind of broke into that a little bit. Like, what advice do you have for somebody looking for um, the longevity that you've been able to sustain with your career?
2: Well, my whole thing, man, I'm saying I would tell you, make sure you get your paperwork straight. As long as you got that paperwork straight, can't nobody do you wrong. They don't want to um, go to court. You,
1: know, you take them to
3: court with their paperwork straight, they don't lost
1: already. Yeah, yeah. That's about right, buddy. <laughs> so so now a couple of the other um Eastside boys have joined in. Who we got on in the group with us right now that uh wasn't here at the beginning. You wanna say hey, what's up?
3: I uh, don't know how to do it.
1: <laughs> well, just okay. introduce yourself and just say, "Hey, you know, just let us know, you know, who you are and you know what role you play with the East Side he's,
3: Boys." He's Big Al with Day One Management, the other manager for the East Side Boys, and along with Dunnett Records. Okay, okay, that's my, that, that's that's more that's more like my brains. Uh, I'm a, I'm the one that run around like a chicken with the head cut off. Yeah, yeah he that handled the important business paperwork um you know if you if you if you can't find me you can find him if you can't find him you can find me so we worked hand in hand team to team um bonnie and clyde you know <laughs> we 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 trying to do something that probably haven't been done if, if, if i can think about it back in my past we we trying to bring the east side boys back to a point to where because i don't want to go into full detail but they 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 played a major part. A major part in crunk history. And we feel that they 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 haven't got they just do. You Uh-oh. know, I wanna okay. go through it but they, we feel that they haven't got to just do. So we 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 doing everything, anything possible to get these boys they recognition, they flowers, because certain people getting their flowers,
2: mm-hmm.
3: getting all the credit. Mm-hmm. but if you get behind the scenes and get deep into the story you'll realize that these boys played a major part in a certain person being where he is they mm-hmm. played a part and they are not getting they just do
1: will see. we'll see you
3: know we're all behind you man yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do everything we can to get
1: you pushed up man so you know with the passion so i mean you know uh, I mean, for many, many different reasons. And, you know, we are overjoyed, like we said in the beginning, that you just took time to to uh, chat with us. Um, so now as we fast forward up until now, okay, share with our listeners, you know, um, are you working on something new? You, you mentioned earlier uh, about a possible tour and everything coming together. So tell our listeners what you're on right
3: now here today. Well, we're working on this tour. And I'm and I'm, I'm gonna kind of let these side boys step in, but we, we're definitely working on a tour. Uh, we got a of circuit tour we putting together as we speak. I'm on the phone vigorously with promoters, um, you know, DJs, club owners, and we're we're starting in uh, Augusta uh, on the 16th. It's gonna start in Augusta uh, on the 16th, and we're trying to cover. Uh, anywhere in from atlanta because we're trying to hope the song virus out you know we don't want to run to you know chicago new york la right now we don't want to go out there unless the song has already got a buzz so we're sending we're sending a 200 mile radius around atlanta around georgia to, to kind of hit hard there and then hope the record virus zone out so that's why we're you know, doing any podcast, interview, whatever we can for for to help get the record out there. But I let uh, uh the East Side Boy take over from now.
2: Man, all you right. said it man. You <laughs> said it. You know told it all. Okay. So like,
1: now hey, what's the name of the record?
3: Hey my interview. This is y'all interview. <laughs> <laughs> the single, what? the, the single the single we got a uh called What the Business Is.
1: Oh oh man, look man That's a that's a hitter right there
3: Oh, appreciate it man
1: that's, a, that's hidden, that's hidden Okay, so, I mean, that's hidden from many different angles I mean, so You know, first time I heard it Oh, that's, that's it right here So, now um, That can be found, where can that be found? Is, is it gonna be downloadable Or uh, is it, you know, just straight
3: It's on all platforms right now uh, Spotify, Amazon, it's on all platforms
1: okay okay um now, remix, well
3: definitely that that should be on our platform friday so we also got a remix that um and i never met duffy you know i think i seen him in, in orlando with the Ying Yang twin but i never met him but um he he had did a, a video skit of somebody's song and i was just strolling down instagram and i'm like i see a white guy doing a video skit of a song i'm like Oh shoot! He 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 he. That was fire. That was fire. So I DM'd him, contact him, and say, hey, "Man, uh, we got a new Eastside Boys single." And he was excited. He like Eastside Boys from the Johnny Eastside Boys. Oh man, I love them. And I said, "Well, we got a single that we putting out, and I'm figuring on who I can put on for the remix." And I just like what I just seen you do. So can you do a video skit of? of the song song playing and you do like a little video. And he said, okay, I got you. Well, when he sent it to me, he had a, did a verse. I didn't want him to do a, like some kind of something with music in the background. Just a
0: promo. <laughs> hey, he,
3: he sent me a verse. I'm like, hold on, let me listen to this again. And I really dissected the verse and it covered all the angles. Like it covered the angles. I'm like, so I called him back and said, hey, man. Right I think we're going to use that for the remix. He was like, oh for real? You're you kidding. kidding me. You know, would you
1: like
0: it? I was jumping
3: around like a little kid. I, didn't even know <laughs> I was running all around this house. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I at the pause, and they said they liked it. I'm like, well, hey, here go to it go to remix. Man. That's so what's
1: well, well, look, you know, um. The Chick with beats, you know, I know you got something to, to add in. The clock is kind of looking at us a little bit, um, but the Chick with beats, what you got?
0: Man, um, you know, I just want to say, while we were talking about giving flowers, I'd like to give you flowers uh, for what you guys have done as far as ushering that in, and especially right now, I feel like that element is missing in so much music. So I believe we talked about that uh, when Duffy was on, so you know, just thank you for doing what you do and recognizing that, yeah, something something needs to change. So I'm I'm glad that y'all, you know, still working hard and still keeping up the energy.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because now I can remember, you know, ATL, hey, 15, 20 years ago, 25, man, you look, that was like a, a bounce that was just, oh, man freak Nick and all of that i mean there was folks hey you know what there was a lot of music coming through okay and it's 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 gotten canned now okay and the the real music has been you know kind of uh pushed to the side and y'all bringing it right back out to the front so and that's all good i think so uh you know we'll be doing everything we can to uh to push you out so you say you got something coming up you let our listeners know one last time you got something coming up on the 16th
3: yeah, uh, Augusta, Georgia. It kicks off on the and, and Augusta, Georgia, on the 16th. Uh, matter of fact, we even got uh, the Southern Players. Uh, they want to jump on it. They did that song, "A Dicky, Ride." Dickie, I remember ride. that. Yeah. we party. We try to get the party era back in. It Eastside Boy who's singing what the business is. It also featuring uh, Dave. T- Wait on. Let me let me let me let the Eastside Boy talk because this their interview y'all got me just running my. <laughs> you know all, long. We good. <laughs> 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 That's why I try to Ooh, don't really know, talk you, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I like to talk a lot because I have stories because I've been in so long. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And e like boys, it, it's about them. They, they, we really, me and I really feel that we got to try to do our best to get them their flowers. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they just do because I mean, look at the Super Bowl. Why, why would they not there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
3: I don't want to like I said, I don't want to go into detail. Okay. But but they just not getting they just do. So we 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 put in all sources, all strings, all resources. We we put in everything we got. I'm putting my 39 years of experience on this one record for right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got record label done that record, so I got other artists, but all my artists are backing this project. Like, yeah. you know, what we need to do to help these boys get their flowers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. even Definitely even uh, 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 putting in uh, the help. So, you know, the Eastside boys uh, 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 was a part of, of, of something that nobody... They they put something, a word in the dictionary. Crunk.
2: Crunk uh-huh.
3: wasn't in the dictionary before they came out. That's right. So there's no reason why they shouldn't be getting the recognition that they deserve. But yeah. somebody else is. Yeah. I, I can remember when I can remember when Crunk Juice came out yeah well we got an energy drink uh, 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 called Eastside Boy Energy Juice um, oh put that out there man tell the folks tell the folks we got an uh, energy drink East Cyborg have an energy drink coming out called East Boy Energy Juice the can is going to be an exact replica of a gas can it's just going to be a 12 ounce <laughs> you're going to be able to drink the same way Big Sam drinking out of this can you'll be able to walk around drinking out of a 12 ounce replica gas can just like that so uh-huh. we work on that you know, working on that. So, you know, we're trying to give these boys flowers, man. So, you know, all, any anything y'all do, trust me, it will it, it will be greatly appreciated. I mean, you got my number. Uh, hit me up. You look, if it, it we, makes sense, we'll do whatever needs to be done. You know what I'm
1: saying? Well, we got Big Sam. We got uh, Doug Fresh. We got Little Bo. I mean, Al's in the house. Duffy's in the house. I mean, anything we can. Now, look, um, doors open, man to come back. That's all these good. little things, hey, you know, let us know, man. We can keep that door crack cracked open for you and uh have some uh East Side Boy stuff all the time. You know, because the people need that and they want that. And I know it because I mean I, I've been through it. So let's do that man. You know, just roll yeah. the red
3: carpet out for you. Hey well I shall be getting your call. Uh <laughs> definitely I will be say I'm tired of Doug calling out on phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: well look, um
3: you know. the
1: clock the clock is just smashing us in the face, so we gotta run. But you know what, man, we can't thank you too you know enough uh for taking this time out of your busy schedule. And we know y'all are busy because uh, when I, I spoke on the phone earlier uh about the interview, and I say, Well, normally we do the interview at eleven. No, no, they're sleep. Okay, well about two o'clock. No, they still sleep. Okay, I'm like, Okay, okay. You know, so but anyway. Again, thanks from the bottom of our heart. Let's set this off to have you back from time to time. And again, uh, again, Big Sam's on the, on the line. Doug, Doug Fresh, a uh, little Bo, Al, and so you know, a chick with beats. What you got to say before we we flow out of here?
0: I just want to say real quick, if you guys can like drop your handles where people can follow you and keep up with what you got going on. Oh uh,
2: man, real simple. Y'all can we just on IG at the Real East Side Boy? It don't get no more simpler than that.
1: All right. okay gotcha
2: gotcha alright yeah. alright well, look
1: man stay in the road keep pushing push hard okay Augusta doesn't know what it's ready for I mean what's coming so they, they gotta get ready cause <laughs> they gonna
3: know when we leave
1: man <laughs> <laughs> okay okay well look man we're gonna flow out of here and thank you so much for all of you taking the hey, time thank and-, you, man. and that door is thank open you. Little Bo, that door is going to be open, man. So we're waiting oh, yeah, on you. We're
3: going to open it up. We're coming.
1: Okay. <laughs> all right, man. Take care. Oh. <laughs> Take care and, and stay in the road. All right? All right. I
0: appreciate it. Appreciate Later, guys. It. Bye. <laughs> all right. That does it for this week's edition of Music Marvels with the Chickle Beats and Breezy Gibson. Once again, we thank you for joining us. Uh, super huge. Thank you. Uh, To our special guests for taking time out of their busy schedules and sharing with us and the listeners, Um, you know, we definitely thank our home stations, Grander Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sparks Radio out of Atlanta, Georgia. And it's just been a fantastic time. I've really enjoyed this episode. How about you?
1: Oh, yeah, man. Yep, yep, yep. You know, so as long as there's some some knowledge and education present and not just uh, tomfoolery, hey, it's all good.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, till next time, you know where to find us. Tune in, tell a friend, and we'll see you then. Peace.
1: Peace.